0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to Bully Food. Today on episode five, we're going to talk about nonverbals for non-threats. Welcome. I am Kelly Sorg, your host, and this podcast is where we talk about all things to do with being bullied and how to make it stop. I've been a teacher for, for many years, for 20 years as a middle school teacher, and I am interested in helping young people find answers and and support and solutions around the issue of school avoidance and especially if it's to do with being bullied. So that said, we are, I, I do want to make sure you understand that this is a podcast for everyone. I don't know all of you and I can't make the lessons designed specifically for you. You're going to have to do that work. So anything you hear that you, that you like, or you think is, it makes sense to you and you'd like to try it, uh, give it a shot and anything that you don't like or doesn't make sense, just leave it and, and enjoy the rest. All right. So last time we talked about courage and we, I think, came to the ultimate um, assessment that courage comes as soon as you start to do what's scary. Like as soon as you face that scary thing, you start facing that one step toward that scary thing and the courage starts to come out. So you just need to take those baby steps and those baby steps are almost always enough, especially against paper tigers, false threats, and weak bullies. All those things are just as scary as as real threats in many cases. However, you can call the bluff of a weak bully and you can start to turn things around pretty quickly. So nonverbals are the way to do those baby steps. It's really not what you say, but how you say it. And you can't get in trouble for how you say something. So if you do a nonverbal, which is a, a way of communicating without saying a specific message, anytime you do a nonverbal, it's not specific, but it's very clear and direct. And that means you can't really be called out for it because you didn't really say anything. And the bully won't know what hit them. They'll just, they'll understand the message, but they won't be able to repeat the message. And what you want to do is make the bully see how easy it is for you to get to them or get under their skin. Um, less is always more when it comes to a bully and nonverbals are the absolute lowest effort you could make. They're the lowest risk. They're the easiest to remember, and they're tough to argue with. So, they require the bully to do a lot of work with you doing very little work. All right, so this is the thing about nonverbals. They say two of the most important things. So, not only do they do all the things I just mentioned, but they say the most important things, which are you see the bully as a losing strategy, or I guess you could, if you were, if you know, pretend I'm not a teacher saying this, but you see the bully as a loser, okay? And number two, you don't care enough about the bully to make a very big effort for them. That is why you have to do low effort strategies against any bully. No bully deserves any more of your time than is absolutely required to get them to buzz off. Okay. So now we have to talk about what nonverbals are. They are gestures, expressions, sounds, and scripts. Scripts meaning like planned out things you're going to say. Um, and I know it sounds like scripts would be words. They are words, but they're not your words. They're planned out words that you use to get a message across in a certain way. And you don't have to think very hard about them because you memorize them ahead of time. Okay. So I'm going to give you a powerful nonverbal tool for each one of those categories. And you're going to practice each one. Um, today, starting today. And as we advance, I'll give you more in future episodes, but we'll start out with the the four that I'm going to give you today. Okay. For gestures, I want you to practice looking directly in the bully's eye and then making a lateral break. And I'm going to explain how to do that. Okay. So first thing is When you make eye contact, and I know that some people, some cultural backgrounds don't have you making eye contact and some cultural backgrounds would encourage you to make eye contact with a bully here in the United States of America, I would recommend making a three second or less eye contact with them. So when you look at them in the eye, you should look in their eye long enough to figure out what color their eyes are then look away. Okay. You don't want to look at them long and hard, or else it'll look like you're, uh, a little too interested in them, if you know what I mean, or maybe that you're kind of creepy. So you don't want either one of those things. What you do is you give them a direct look in their eye, just long enough to see what color their eye is. And then you look away. And the way you look away is to the side. You don't look down. You don't look up. You don't look around. You look away as if you're looking at something right next to them, but about 10 feet away from them. So just turn your head, looking away from them. You can either look away with just your eyes, or you can look away with your whole head. But the point is you want to look away to the side, not up or down. Okay. So what this gesture says is I'll decide when I'm going to look at you and I'm going to decide when to look away as I please. I'll look away because you're not worth my time. And the conversation's over when I look away. Okay. It also says you're brave enough to face them head on, instead of being scared of them. As soon as they walk in the room, you look away. If they walk into your space, look at them, look at the color of their eye and then look away. And that gesture alone is going to send a very confident signal to them. Okay. That's your gesture. Here's your expression. So expressions are any kind of facial movements. Um, And a gesture, I should have said this before, a gesture is any kind of physical motion or movement like with your hands or your body. Um, Like a gesture would be like waving at someone or motioning for them to come over with your hand. Um, Or you could give someone a wink if you were just kidding. Um, or a smile is a gesture. So an expression is also a smile is also an expression. Um, and so are a lots of different facial, uh, motions that you can make to, to send a signal of different emotions. Okay. So a a facial expression is going to send different emotions and what you want to send to the bully this, we're going to practice this this time is blank face. Okay. I'm going to explain what blank face looks like. Blank face means you are not using much muscle power in your face. I'm not saying you're asleep and drool is coming out of your mouth. Okay. Not like that, but it's very relaxed. No smiling, no eyebrow raise, no, um, enthusiasm, no excitement, no fear, no nothing. Nothing is shown in your face. You're trying to have an emotion free but alive and awake expression. You don't want to look like you're asleep. Okay. But you, you are trying to go as little effort as possible with your face. And then you can combine that with a blink, blink, blink. So that just blinking your eyes over and over again, like three times that sends that I'll tell you what that says. The blinking indicates that you're kind of bored or tired you're barely keeping your eyes open or that you're a little bit, uh, annoyed. And then the blank face is actually, it's actually kind of a mystery face. When people see a blank face, they are confused by it. And they usually think that your face means the same thing that they, they would do when they were or the way they would feel if they were making that face. Or sometimes people think it's the way that they feel right, that right then and there. So when you give someone a neutral or a blank face, they, and if they're feeling kind of angry, they might think you're angry back. And if, if you give them a neutral blank face and they're feeling kind of calm and content, then they might think, oh, they're calm too. They're feeling calm and content. It's, it's basically, you're trying to do a, uh, emotion free face. And then they have to just, they have to figure out what your face means. Okay. So that keeps them guessing. It forces them to try to figure you out. And the blinking indicates annoyance or boredom or like you're almost, you're so bored you're about to fall asleep. Okay. And the blinking isn't long or extended. It's just kind of like natural blinks, but just kind of a couple times in a row. All right, here comes your sound. So sounds are anything like tone, um, volume, Um, little click sounds you can make with your mouth. Like, like if you were, uh, maybe being a little judgmental, you might go like, like that, you might make some sound like that. It can, anything, a whistle can be a sound. Um, you can make sounds with your hands. So sounds are ways to communicate. And a lot of them are made with your, your mouth, but not, not saying specific words. So the sound you're going to work on first is a sigh. And then at the end of that sigh, you close your eyes. So it goes like this. (sighs) And then you close your eyes and you might even shake your head a little bit, just a tiny little bit, like, oh my goodness. No. And the shaking the head is no, it's not yes, it's no. Back and forth, side to side. So this is what that says. When you sigh, you are saying, I am bored with you. I am impatient with you. I can't believe you, you are ridiculous. It's a little bit judgmental. It's, it's saying you need to get it together. People are, people are losing patience with you. Okay. And it also with the closed eyes at the end, and then especially if you shake your head a little bit in, it is a signal of judgment and it's not a very positive judgment. So you can mix it up however you like, but just a sigh, just a little sigh. If you just go and then you look away and walk away, that's enough to send that signal that you are feeling impatient and annoyed and, and you're kind of over it is really what that says. Okay. Last one. This is your script. Now, remember scripts are words, but they are words that you practice ahead of time. So they're easy. It's like you memorize them the way you would, um, multiplication facts or lyrics to a song or, um, you know, facts that you have to know for a test. So, or, you know, all the words you already know are memorized words, but these scripts are patterns of words that send a certain communication. So the one you're going to practice for now, is called The Broken Record. And I learned about this actually when I was teaching um, self-defense, self-defense class for women. And it was talking about um, how you want to stay on your message and you don't, even if somebody's really pushing you or arguing with you and you just want to make your point, you just keep saying the same thing over and over again. And the name Broken Record comes from Um, back when people regularly played records to play music. And sometimes the record would have a break in it. And, and at that point, the needle would hit the spot where the record was broken and it would skip and it would just keep playing the same part over and over again. So that's what that broken record means. Okay. So what you want to do with a broken record is do a little acknowledgement of the bully, and then you repeat your message. So Let's say you wanted them to leave you alone. You're you you're, you're busy and you need them to leave you alone. They might say like, "Well, you know, you messed up my you messed up my pencils in my pencil pouch and you need to help me pick them up and fix it." And you might go, "Yeah, whatever, but I actually have to get out of here. I need you to leave me alone." And if they go, "Yeah, well, it's your fault. You dropped it." You could be like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I understand, but I have to go. So I'm going to leave, but you got to help me. As I said, I have to leave. As I said, I'm going to go now. I'm leaving. You just keep saying that if you wanted to take, um, maybe they said some insulting thing, like, oh my gosh, your shirt is, that shirt is so bad. That shirt is so ugly. Whatever. You could be like, I guess, but I like it. And if they go, well, it's really stupid. Yeah. As I said, I like it. It's fine with me. And if they say, well, I would never wear that It's stupid. I, yeah, I heard you. I like, I, I still like it though. If you just keep repeating and staying on your message, you can acknowledge them and then say, but, and then I like it, or I'm leaving, or you're annoying me. And so many of these acknowledgements are great, um, like saying, yeah, yeah, but, or I guess, but, or whatever. That's a classic, whatever, but. And then you could also say, um, that may be, or that, okay, that might be whatever, but, and then whatever you have to say, okay? So what you need to do is practice going right back to that main message, that main point you were trying to make, you know, you need to help me pick this stuff up. Uh, I heard you, but you're annoying and I'm leaving. You're, I'm not hanging out with you, you know, that kind of thing. And if they're like, argue with you, they can't argue with the same point over and over again. So and and that's what we that's what gets us to what it says. So it what it is is first it's a mocking agreement. When you go yeah, yeah or you say i guess or you say whatever or or um that may be, but you know, any of that is a mocking level of acknowledgement and then when you say but after anything, it disregards the thing you just said because it's saying that the next thing is more important. So Yeah, yeah, but I really do have to get out of here now. Yeah, yeah, but I still like my shirt. So you're you're acknowledging them, you're then negating it with the butt, and then you're saying your message over again. And that you can just keep doing as I said, I like my shirt, and I think you already heard me, I like my shirt, that kind of thing. So it disregards the initial message when you say, but, and then it gets you, it sets you up to say the thing that you want to keep repeating because you don't want to move from that position. You're, you're not going to change topics. You're not going to get into it with them. You're not going to have an argument. You're not going to give them new things to, to fight over. You are going to stay on your point. And the best thing about the broken record is it's really boring. It takes not much time for anyone to lose interest because they can tell you're just going to say the same thing and again and again. And in fact, all our new nonverbal, uh, strategies that I've just taught you are related to the feeling of boredom. And we're going to talk about that next time, but for now practice your most boring blank stares boring eye contact and looking away and looking away slowly on your time in the direction of side to side one way or the other, you need to be giving some boring sighing and eyes closed at the end like this, (sighs) eyes closed. Oh my gosh. Shaking your head and the boring old broken record too. This will prepare you for your first bully food principle, which we're going to go over soon, which is to make it boring. That's your principle. And we'll talk about it next time, but until then take care and, um, practice these methods and until then have a great week and I'll see you next time.